Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Nova Thoughts. I am your host, Nova Luxurious Honey, and um, house announcements. You can go ahead and follow me on Instagram. You can follow the Nova Thoughts page. That's at Nova Thoughts, N-O-V-A-T-H-A-W-T-S. So go ahead and follow that, and you can stay abreast of everything that's going on with this this podcast, this channel, me. Um, if you want to follow my artist slash individual page, you can follow me at Nova underscore Luxurious, N-O-V-A underscore L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. If you want to follow my band page, because I am a part of a bomb-ass collective here in Atlanta, African Space Program Collective, or the ASPC, honey, um, you can follow us at African Space Program Collective, all spelled how it's supposed to be spelled, um, once again, at African Space Program Collective. And um, we can go ahead and get started, honey. I'm about to wet this throat. We can go ahead and get this started, honey. All right, and we're back. Oh, um... Well, it's been the start of an interesting week. I will say that. Um, um, I hope everybody's been doing good. We're going to go ahead and talk about the obvious in a minute. Um, but I hope everybody else is doing good. I hope everybody's doing lovely. I hope you're having a good week, good month, good year so far. Um, yes. Um, things about me. I finally... So, you know, there's been this clip surfacing around the internet and YouTube for like a few years now but it's a clip from this documentary in the 60s called The Queen um and it was an Andy Warhol film but basically he filmed this drag pageant in New York and it's this particular clip with the legendary Crystal LaBeija and I think they say the girl with her was Lottie LaBeija but they were having a full they placed or Crystal placed fifth and you know she had a tiff with it and she storms off stage right in the middle of the proceedings you know which is very disrespectful in the in the pageant world and in in, in that type of life and then as they pan backstage honey crystal is going completely in about you know the pageant and the fact that it may or may not have been set up um, and all of that, and it was some reeds and some shade. It was everything, honey. But I finally saw the full movie. It is on one. It's on Netflix. Did not know that, but it is also on YouTube. Um, for the girls who don't have Netflix, <laughs> um, and I don't know how long it'll be on there since I've said this on somebody's podcast. So on my podcast, honey. So I don't know, but honey, get it if you can if you got uh, YouTube and or Netflix honey it's definitely on Netflix but if you ain't got Netflix it's definitely on YouTube for the time being so go go get you some and I'm here to say that once I've seen that movie I am totally here for Crystal I was not not here for her cause I'm always here for a fabulous black drag queen reading down shady other, other shady queens um but you know, I was, I'm definitely, I understood why, why she ran. That was, that was a setup, honey. That was rigged. Cause let me tell you, Miss Harlow was a hot mess throughout that little documentary. She was this little, she was a pretty gay boy. You know, those, those types, honey. They just, when they're young, they look very androgynous and very childlike. And she had that kind of thing going on. She actually kind of looked like, it's this girl. She's a trans girl here. She's a fabulous trans woman artist, photographer, Miss Jessie Pratt. Um, she kind of gives me a mind of Miss Jessie Pratt, but in the '60s and white and blonde, and a little and way more entitled, honey. Because <laughs> Miss Pratt, you know, she works for her coin, but um, yeah, just way more. In, and but basically, throughout this documentary, honey, sis did came came up there to New York with little of nothing and that's no shade to her she probably was just you know a poor broke girl but really honey the way her uh the way Sabrina propped her up in her show or in her pageant gave her a gown went all over town getting her a wig and halfway doing her makeup 
for her and then making her the winner when all these girls came with their own looks their own wigs well i think they all got rented dresses for the evening gown look because one of them queens probably sabrina ran a costume shop and so she was able to do that but um but you know the fact that you know sis didn't even have hair honey she came with little to nothing so i and the way like the people orchestrating the show were very you know like we'll handle it and they're calling all over town for her and all these things yeah girl it was definitely rigor mortis (laughs) going on honey a rigmarole honey so yes but anyway finally saw that Sorry, I took y'all through that whole ride, honey. But yes, it was it's really good. Go check it out. If you're into drag queens and drama. And just, you know, it's a it's a time capsule, I mean, to see gay life uh, or a portion of gay life in 1967 New York was everything, in my opinion, you know. So hold on, honey, I'm putting on these snug pants. I need to just snug. Alright, now I guess we can go ahead and get started. So let's go ahead and state the obvious. We all know. We all know what, what happened on Sunday. Sunday morning. We lost a NBA legend. We lost a, you know, for the most part, an all-around good dude. I know he had that little smudge of a rape case that was thrown out because I think sis was not (laughs) really telling the truth honey and I don't know but all I know is ever since then honey Kobe has kept it all the way together and has turned his you know or kept his good guy image you know so and honey I do remember that era I remember because he had to buy that old 10 3 or 10 million dollar ring that yellow diamond ring honey that she made sure she showcased at that press conference looking over it like "Mm -hmm, no tell them you fucked up tell them you fucked up tell them you sorry Mm -hmm. no I don't want to make any statements Mm -hmm. like I was very here for Vanessa's because I knew she was giving him hell in the background as she should because that's what the fuck you get girl you got all this fineness sitting right here and you running off with some tart in Colorado no girl (laughs) I was totally with her on that one honey but um you know and look and look she want to do all this other stuff now honey she's over here talking about you raped her I don't know (laughs) you know so you know he definitely you know he 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 spent a lot of years making it up to her and and changing his image around and and keeping his head on the swivel honey because uh yeah and being a family man and dedicating his life to his family and it just sucks that that happened you know like he was and he lost his daughter and it was seven other souls that you know died too including a whole ass husband wife and daughter thankfully they have two other kids because if that was just the whole family that would just really be devastating even though it's still devastating but you get what I mean like you know like at least there's two you know two 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 people left out of that clan you know because I would just hate to see a whole family obliterated like that I'd be hearing those stories and that shit just breaks my heart like the whole everybody and the dog you know so (laughs) you know so just um, let me get their names because you know I don't want to but yes R.I.P. to Kobe Bryant his daughter his 13 year old daughter they were on their way either to a camp or a game and it was her classmate or her teammate and their parents and let me see let me get the names let me get the names and when I get the names I know one girl was uh, one lady was Christina Mauser and her daughter um, I gotta get all the names Okay, here we go. Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, their daughter Alyssa Altabelli, 
Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, and her mother or her daughter Peyton Chester. So those were all, and the, of course the pilot Ara Zabayan, Zabayan. So all of them lost their souls. Condolences to all of their family and loved ones and friends. Um, may their souls all rest in power, peace, and paradise, honey. Um, it's really sad, like. Cause I just it, the get I mean, I just came home from or came back from my hometown on Sunday from burying my great aunt who died last week, and so we buried her this past Saturday. And as soon as um, you know, I called my mom and my brother to see where they were, cause they dropped me off and they drove right back. So I was trying to see where they were on the highway, keeping up with them. And they were just like, yeah, we just heard the news. You didn't hear the news? What? Kobe Bryant, dad. Huh? (laughs) In a a helicopter crash. And I'm just like, yo. And it just, you know, you, you, for me, from, especially somebody in my age group is like, Kobe has been around since I was a kid, honey. Like we remember when he took Brandy to prom girl, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like this, this one hurts, honey. This one hits and he lost one of his daughters and it was the daughter that we finally got to like, we were starting to get to know, you know, the one he, he sits courtside with explaining the game you know and that's even to me the saddest thing because that's what I was thinking was if it was just him you know then it would be like okay cool not cool but you know you know his daughter's gonna be is gonna carry on his legacy for real now honey she I can't wait to see what she do not that you know it's still a tragedy but I was thinking like okay he still got his daughter he still got his legacy she's and then to find out she was in the helicopter crash too it's just a double blow because he was that was his little protege you know oh it's so fucked up you know life is so fucked up in that way (laughs) uh it just is and it further reinforces my um unease of helicopters i just certain things i don't like i don't like those little crop duster planes if i could help it no i would not be in one of them things i do not like little confined aircrafts because <laughs> it's like girl i don't i don't even like little ass cars because it's just like honey i need room <laughs> oh hold on y'all sorry Ooh. Putting on a shoe, honey. You know, I love to (laughs) do these things while I'm getting ready for work. It makes me feel important. Um, So where was I? But yes, I mean, it's just... uh, uh, Excuse me. It's just just a lot. It's a lot of process. It's sad. I really... And my heart goes out to his wife and his other... uh, Because he has what? He had four daughters in all three... So now his other three daughters and the two of them are very young. So that's really like, ugh. And, you know, so they don't really, especially the the, the youngest one, she really, you know, is that's going to be an interesting time, you know, a painful time as she gets older you know, just she's gonna have questions like, and you know, I felt like there were two other people, and they they weren't there no more. What happened? You know, kids ask those questions, honey. We did, you know, I know I did. When certain people that, especially like early in my childhood, that stood out to me, and then you didn't see them, and everybody was acting all about it, and it's like, well, what happened? Where they at? And instead of just telling you they passed away, <laughs> like, girl, why wouldn't you just say that? <laughs> And, it's, and just gently explain death to me. It's, you know, it's all in how you say it, girl. You know, you could talk to your kids. Side note, talk to your kids like they're little people. Don't talk to them like they're stupid. You know, they, you, you'd be surprised. They're smarter than you think. They pick up on things way quicker than a lot of uh, us adults. So, never underestimate a child's intelligence. I'm just saying. Um... I guess I don't want to dwell on, you know, this 
uh, for too long and child because yesterday honey first of all I was over it yesterday because it seemed like everybody that came into work wanted to be philosophical because they didn't hear Kobe Bryant and his daughter died and you know while it is still sad and yes life is not promised to us and all those things you should already know that and this is just another example of that honey girl so I don't need you giving me this whole speech sitting at my desk where you just giving me this whole life of life is a box of chocolates bullshit girl I was so over it but you know I understand honey these types of deaths really shake people's foundations because these are people that they grew up you know like I said honey I remember when he took Brandy to prom, girl. <laughs> so, you know, th- like when this hits, it hits, honey, because it's like no. And then his daughter too, and then these other people. Like I really feel bad for the, for the I can't pronounce their last names again, but you know, it's like, you know, those the two kids that are left, they lost their mother, their father, and their sister, you know. So. And then the, the mother and the daughter, his, whoever their, uh, you know, loved ones are, you know, hopefully, you know, it wasn't just them two, because that would be even more sad, you know. I mean, uh, and then the, the one husband who lost his wife, who was on the helicopter, Miss Mauser, Mrs. Mauser, you know, RIP, like, it's just, oh my God. But anyway, I'm not gonna dwell on this, because, you know, I don't like dwelling on Le morbid things. Um, so RIP to everyone in that crash. Um, yeah. Um, Terry Crews. We can go ahead and switch up this vibe, honey. Terry Crews has been getting clowns. Did I talk about this? I don't know, but Terry Crews is getting clowned, you know, for not sticking up for Gabrielle. And, you know, I, yeah. It's like Terry girl because his whole thing was he never had any kind of racism with um experienced racism with Fremantle in the show uh America's Got Talent and you know he, that just wasn't his experience and you know on one surface on some level of surface you know you could possibly let him slide with that he's just the host you know but I can't because it's like no girl you know, I know what it was with Miss Cruz, though, honey. You had already, he's pretty much already kind of on on the outs with a lot of Hollywood because of how he called out Adam Sandler's manager and friend who was over here cupping dicks and, and touching black men's asses and shit. And, you know, um, you know, so she was already kind of looked at sideways by them girls. So she probably was keeping her shit extra, you know. Cause that that blackballing is real, and you know, you know, I mean, girl, all you all that you didn't worked up to get to, I get it. But at the same time, girl, just don't say anything. Like if you ain't gotten, honey, don't ask me to 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 to, to defend or bash. I'm not. I just no comment. I'd rather say nothing. Just don't say anything, cause it looks so bad. Because once again, here we have another example of where. You have a black woman who went to bat for everybody and the one person who should have our back, i.e. us black men, you have one of us who has once again dropped the ball and he tried to do it in a nice way. Like he at least did not give, you know, the just completely throw her under the bus like some of these motherfuckers be doing. But at the same time, girl, you still sold her out. You still did not stick up. It looks bad. <laughs> and it just like. And it just further proves what a lot of black girls be telling us when it comes to this this uh struggle of blackness and, and living black. Is that um and the things we have to deal with, honey, living while black, honey. You know, but for black women their main well, one of the, one of the things that they are struggling with is like you know here we are we show up for y'all but when it's time for y'all to show up for us it's ugh, you know and it's very true you know that's why I was not here for uh ashy and ashy hotel Twitter trying to they were trying to uh 
they they're now slick on this little campaign of trying to like single out all these examples of black women attacking black men and it's really just ill for me like child like i really wish lonnie love had to say anything but i'm glad she did because there was some truth in that you know lonnie love we can go ahead and segue into that honey you know because terry cruz girl i don't know girl but get it together um um, he's getting flamed. Hopefully, he's paying attention. So, and he's learning something. And hopefully, he says something of value. Because I, I, I do root for Terry Crews. I like Terry Crews overall. I just, I just want him to get it together, girl. But, <laughs> you know. But see, this this type of bitch ass. This is why I don't openly stand for a lot of these folks. So, um, but anywho, we go ahead and segue to Lonnie Love. Solani Love is catching some hot had been catching some hot um some hot shit because apparently, you know, or not apparently, she was on her show and she was just talking about, you know, how black men is just this culture of cheating now that's going on with black men and especially I mean it's really it's all men, but black men is really like becoming a thing, like this whole side chick culture everybody got to have a side piece culture you know it's, it's almost like a, a symbol of a status how many baby mothers how many side chicks you got <laughs> you know and you know you are how, how many of the side chicks you can acquire honey i don't know but the point is like girl it, it it's it's becoming a thing. It's been a thing for a while, but now it's becoming an out of control thing. And it's like, yeah, something's got to give. And motherfuckers is already salty at Lonnie for getting a white man. People felt some type of way. But once again, I don't understand you niggas who get upset at black women like Lonnie, who just, you know, they open up their dating to whoever, and because that's another thing there's like this whole anti-swirler thing and we're gonna get into that in a minute because we have some i have some news for the for the age the ambw it's really kind of like stale tea because they've been on it for a while but i just want to talk about it it's interesting um ambw that's what i meant to say but anyway um where was i Oh yeah, so yeah, she's catching all this flack because she basically taught dare to talk about how black women, how black men have just it's just cheating. A lot of cheating is like y'all motherfuckers can't get into a relationship without can't get good into one relationship and then here you go trying to start something up with somebody else and you know, it's just like what is that about? And you know, I didn't think it was anything wrong because I mean I see that shit. I'm a, and I'm a gay man. I should not be I see that shit in straight relationships. It's just like, girl, you ain't even, you just went out on the, you know, you just made it official with old girl. You, you, you already cheating on her. Girl, that's not cute. <laughs> and I, you know, and then you have, you know, this undercurrent. I know like in the hotel world, they're trying to push this polyamorous thing in which once again, this one-sided polyamory is girl. That's just, that's, that's just cheating. But in this in this case, you're just okay with it, because <laughs> you know this the one sided polyamory where the men can have like three and four wives and all of that, but the women have to be dedicated to one man. That shit is not polyamory, honey. That is not it. <laughs> that is misogyny, and you girls are getting played, okay? Because um, if I can't have a plethora, if I would be, if I was a woman, just like if you had a plethora of pusses to play with, I want a plethora of dick and balls to jingle girl and you just gotta be okay with that <laughs> and if that we just gonna call this whole polyamory thing off <laughs> and honey that's just where it would be with me honey but that's why I'm not a woman even if I, even in my gay relationships that's how I feel it's like girl there ain't gonna be no one sided shit where you get to go be a hoe and I'm just sitting here looking like Cindy Lou like no bitch <laughs> like girl you got me all the way bent, okay. <laughs> um, so no, but um, let me tuck my shirt in. Oh my god. So anyway, Lonnie's catching some heat. Um, and 
And I just saw this new clip with Amanda Seals and Lonnie both talking about how a lot of black men do not... Oh, and they were talking about Terry Crews. And see how it just loops itself right back around? They were talking about Terry Crews. And, um, you know, Amanda Seals was just, you know, making that point that, you know, in black culture, it's like black men have been falling short on protecting us and have been for a few... We have been fellas for a few... Um, decades now <laughs> like uh you know for a few i would say it tapered off definitely in the 90s honey a lot of y'all had you know just y'all relationships with black women really i don't know but a lot of a lot of us we really we just dropped the ball you know we stopped caring and we, you know, for, for some of my straight brother, honey, some of y'all have favored other flavors over chocolate, and that's and listen once again, I'm not one of you, one of these people that feel like you can't date, you know, or, or marry or be with whoever you want to be with. But once again, to piggyback off of Ari Lennox, you know, that don't mean you got to dog black women in the process. Or, you know, because every no other group does that, you know, and that's just the truth. So, um, where am I going with this, honey? Because I don't want to like peer off into it, you know, honey, you know, me and my, um, but yeah, I, and I just feel like they're going to catch some flack for that soon, I'm sure. But yeah, um, I don't know, interesting discussions, you know, I feel like they are. Um, so, um, when I'm bored, I at work sometimes I watch AMBW videos. I know it's an odd thing because I like was one day just bored at work and I was just exploring some hashtags. Like, what the hell is A? I just kept seeing AMBW, AMBW. Like, what the fuck is this shit? And it was on Tumblr. And then it was by this time, and and it was just like Asian man, black women, and it was just like this whole thread of just all of these you know, scenarios where Asian men and black women are couples, married, fan fiction. I'm just like, oh, gross a thing. So then I was like seeing that they were make people were like couples were making things on YouTube and people, uh, you know, who were into like K-pop and all that. It was just like this whole like subset of like the K-pop world. And I, I, I tried to get into K-pop. I've been trying for a few years. Some of it's cool. Some of it I can't. I just can't get jiggy with it. You know, I just I really I'd be trying. But um, but um. anyway, point is, I stumbled across this nigga named June Lee. And he, his thing was he would go around Korea interviewing Koreans about what they thought about black people, which I just was like, girl, what is this for? And he um sometimes we interview a and bw couples but anyway apparently miss june lee is being called out for basically exploiting the a and bw trend if you will or community i don't want to say trend but the community like he's really not <laughs> what he seems he's basically just doing this to get money and i'm not surprised you know girl everybody ain't you know whatever no matter what scene you're a part of there's always a girl in it that's just in it for the coin or you know for whatever they can get that benefits them and it ain't really even about the culture or the scene honey it's about what they can get out of it um so that doesn't surprise me but yes girl i find out like apparently he was he like was being super slick stalkerish and you know he tried to attack one black girl that he wanted that he had on a few of his videos and he wanted her to pretend to be his boy his girlfriend and he paid for all these things and was expecting her to basically play this role of his dutiful girlfriend and she can't do this and she can't do that and and i guess she just wasn't with it and then he attacked her and tried to, you know, demand his money back that she had already spent or wasn't going to give back because I wouldn't get that shit back, girl. No, I paid. I did these. You paid me and I did these videos. 
just call it even and let that be that girl uh-uh but anyway honey he's catching a lot of flack i've been getting into it online and it's just like girl that is just goes to show you honey a lot of these folks that claim they one thing ain't really okay we had 30 minutes okay we doing good we are doing good and it's almost time for me to go so i can let me see money bag yo versus the shade room versus black women this is one of the topics so apparently money bag yo was kept was getting some flack from the shade room from his some prom pictures of him that res, that surfaced and of his prom day who she was like this plus size pretty girl pretty plus size black you know chocolate skin girl that he was in the prom with and they was clowning her and money bag is like he he took up for her and so then people was clowning him for taking up for her and then that's when you know black twitter came in to sister's rescue like well girl what is this really like why why is this thing oh yeah i want to talk about that too ivy park but anyway i just saw that on my list sorry but yeah so he's been catching flag i don't know who moneybag yo is but i i'm probably gonna check out a song it's probably not anything that i particularly would like but you know whatever we're gonna go with it we're gonna go with it okay we're gonna we're gonna try some new things but this just i like this because he took up for his his prom day who it turned out to be the mother of his kids or the first baby mother of his and so you know and they're very you know to this day still close still you know they co-parent they cool with each other they don't have no you know what i'm saying so it's just like you know, I, I I like that. I like seeing stories like that. And that just stood out to me. And I just wanted to shout out to him for, you know, not being that. Because these girls love to clown, you know, on Twitter and online. Love to clown, once again, black women and especially dark-skinned black women, plus-size black women. It's just like y'all have a special hatred of those types of black girls, honey. Um, with that being said, Ivy Park versus the plus size community so you know beyonce had this whole rollout of her ivy park collection with adidas and um she was giving them to all her famous celebrity friends and then you know by that time it hit the internet and all the friends were showing off their the collection you know it hit the stores and a lot of the big girls were like so <laughs> you know where's ours and so it sparked this whole thing online once again where people were acting like don't nobody want to see no no big bitch you know ivy park y'all don't work out anyway and do, 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 do. this is workout clothes like everybody was harking on because lovely t shout out to lovely t but girl lovely t said something dumb to me um where she was just like you know who who's who's who who's working out and there are four x and doop do, 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 do. and and this is what a lot of big people this is how we be knowing y'all some of y'all just really don't vibe with fat people y'all have a certain kind of feeling towards fat people and bigger size people because you have this whole attitude of you need to lose weight and you need to do this and you need to do that okay well here's a whole bitch that has a line of workout clothes and ain't now one of them in, in nobody's size that's big and seems to me if you're trying to target people who need to work out you should target the big girls too there's always a big girl trying to get her weight together you know trying to slim it down there's always going to be a few of those girls like and everybody ain't just you know even if they you know are okay with themselves maybe they just want to do it just because they're health and things there's nothing wrong with that so why wouldn't you cater to those girls but you know everybody once again <laughs> you know the truth hits you know don't nobody want to answer it because really they have no answer because really it's just about and furthermore ain't nobody wearing no ivy park to the motherfucking gym these motherfuckers i've seen more people wear it to the club i've seen people taking pictures out and about stunting in the mall honey the, the girls are not wearing ivy park <laughs> to the fucking gym and then she's got pieces like this old ass balloon cape thing that she's got which is sickening i want it honey that shit is not you're not wearing that to go run on the treadmill girl so let's not play it and pull it honey um oh child it's time for me to bounce honey to the rhythm of the boogaloo beat honey 
So I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, you guys. I'm probably going to do a part two, actually. Yes, I'm going to do a part two. Um, I'll see y'all on part two. And we're back for part two. Um, Let's see. When we left off, we talked about the tragic passing of Kobe and his daughter and all those other souls on that flight. We talked about Terry bitch ass, um, June Lee's fraudulent ass, and Ivy Park and their no love showing to the big girls having ass. Um, I guess we could do Megxit. So we could go ahead and get Miss Megxit popping. So if you've been living under a rock, Megxit uh, is Megan uh, Markle Windsor and her husband Harry of Windsor honey prince harry and um they have chucked the deuces to the royal family they said you know we are no longer going to be members of that senior royal court so you can go ahead and just bow us out gracefully we're going to work on our own endeavors and work on making our own money honey and so they've been since then i think that was one i want to say like two weeks ago at least at yeah, two and a half weeks ago, just about now. It's, it's nearing two to three weeks now. And um, they have been starting the process and working out a deal. Harry's been going back and forth with the Queen and working out an arrangement. And I guess their their plan is to kind of like pop in on special occasions and make a few appearances when needed and then dip back out to their normal life of being old-fashioned millionaires, honey. So hold on, y'all. Um, I'm here for this, you know, the British press, the the white British community, I guess, whatever. A lot of them are gags beyond gagged, honey. The all uh, everybody's gagged, you know, because and 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 in some ways, some people are insulted. They feel like, how dare you? You have you've been given this opportunity, and you only want to you only want to bask in it. You only want to live in it. You just want to give it up, like the fuck but it's like honey from what i heard over there and from the the things that we um got from news and things is that miss markle was i mean the press the british press just did her in honey in every way they talked about her age they was going in on her family and you know the fact that you know she's mixed she's a mixed girl she got black mama white daddy even her white daddy and that white side of the family came out of nowhere talking shit after the announcement that they were leaving you know they've been talking shit ever since she got married and didn't invite them to the wedding honey and i think it's because miss baker had a limited guest list and furthermore i i'm um i'm thinking like the parents or the dad his relationship was a little strained anyway and it's, you know what I think it is. This is my theory: is that you know, Megan was the little the little half breed of their of their clan, and a lot of them probably didn't think much of her. And then here she is becoming a whole actress one, and then from there, becoming a royal or marrying into royalty. And I think it just buzzed their biscuits. Honey, they can't take it. They don't know. Excuse me. They don't know. They just don't. They just can't take it, and so they couldn't. They haven't been taking it ever since. They've been coming out of the woodwork, saying all types of things. This is probably the most they've ever talked about the child since knowing her, since her birth, and, and getting to know her as their sister. So, you know, honey, honey, Dundam words that Biggie Balls talked about more money, more problems in that way so in that way yeah megan i see why she wants to retreat to miss vancouver and say you know what girls y'all got that and harry is right though with the because we forget honey harry mama um what harry mama went through he he remembers that shit i think i've talked about this too bitch i really need to keep track of <laughs> uh i think i've touched on it but yes it's still ongoing they're still working it out they're still coming to their arrangements and agreements but pretty much it's set honey they have they probably already had a house they've probably been planning this thing for a minute because it just seems like honey one minute 
they announced it the next minute megan is comfortably in vancouver so it's like they've been making this move for a while actually just how just by the way it's been playing out honey they moved they made this move real cute and silent and i'm totally here for it you know you know i'm here for the fact that it's just pissing the brits off because you know they put so much energy into that precious little royal family and girl all y'all taxes and stuff is going to keep them rich no shade you know and i will you know and that's all i have on that one that's really it that's all i have on that one um no shade but i'm here for it um you know y'all can't treat this girl like shit and talk about her like a dog and then expect her to stay and take it and i think that's always been the insanity part of racism and white supremacy to to sort of tangent because it's pretty much it's related um you know because you know they attacked her because of her mixed heritage and you know every you know she was more scrutinized because of her mother and that side of her family than for the person she is and um and you know they call her baby a monkey you know you know things like it just girl i would dip too so i'm totally here for it i wish them all the best i can't wait to see what else they got going on and apparently megan might have some some roles with disney coming up so i'm really in honey I wonder if she'll get back into acting. You know, I never really um, checked out her show that she was on. I didn't really, you know, she was still fairly newish for me, you know, and on the acting realm. You know, she wasn't really a prominent name per se. Like, she was a name that was always around, and her show was like a hit, so but i didn't really know her like as far as like her work and stuff so it'd be nice to see her finally get back into it and you know when once you know she get it settled with her family life and get to work in honey and um see what she does because i feel like she could be you know channel this and be a, a wonderful actress honey channel this energy and this angst from when they was talking about you like a dog girl yes um let's see Come our song. I think I meant I touched on this too, but Come no, actually I did. Actually I know. I already touched on Miss Come Garcon. Come de Garcon. And there did I? I'm I don't know. I'm a move I I, I don't even want to talk about it. Actually, I changed my mind. Um Tyler Perry still needs writers. You know, point blank in the period. She still needs writers. Um, I don't know why she keeps acting like she don't. Um, she's been going around now trying to justify or trying to like act like, you know, she doesn't really care about the, the mistakes and things and the errors that's being pointed out. Almost she ain't got time to be worried about little things like that. And it's kind of like, well, girl, in filmmaking and, and things, that's kind of a thing. You have to worry about that because, you know, you see how you being clocked and clowned all over social media behind this and two it's just like girl what is that saying about what you think about your work because okay girl like you have quantity but where's the quality tyler the quality you know and those little those little things can kind of get glossed over with like like I said with shows like The Oval and The Having to Have Nots, but these other shows and these other movies and things you're gonna have to grow like that's a thing you need to you need writers girl. <laughs> um, and that's all I have to say on that one. Um, let's see what else, what else on the topics. Um, there's a new vi oh there's a new virus uh coronavirus honey that's coming out of they say china and it's been some cases i think i think one in seattle for sure and i can't remember the other but it's been like coastal areas so um yeah um they say it may be rumor has it it may be because of the bat soup girl she's girl in china that makes bat soup online I, uh, uh, I'm sorry, that's gross. Oh my god, I keep thinking about it. Um, and apparently that might have 
you know, consuming bat. And it's like, yeah, you can't consume a lot of these animals, honey, because they carry things. <laughs> and, you know, they can, their systems are immune to it or can deal with it. But us, we can't. And you over here eating bat and carrying on. Um, That's not it. So uh, we're going to pray that that shit, y'all be careful out here. Um Get you some face masks, you know, hand sanitizer. Just keep yourself, protect yourself, honey, because that's, oof, that's too much. Um, Daniel Kalua, I saw this on Twitter. And, um, yeah, Daniel Kalua says that he's tired or he's bored of talking about race. He doesn't want to talk about it no more. I find this very funny. Being that his whole career is <laughs> because of race. I mean, you know, yeah, he was in, you know, when he was in Britain, he was in the show Skins. And it was another thing, movie or a show that he did there where, you know, he didn't, ha- you know, his character was just his character. You know, his, you know, but and it wasn't necessarily such a focus on the character's race. And he was just saying, you know, I'm more than that. I'm, you know, basically, I I don't, you know, giving you the new black, the bougie. It's just, it's a switch up statement. And it's way too soon for you to be switching up, especially since you are off the, off the heat of Queen and Slim. And you are gearing up to play Fred Hampton. And your whole, like I said, your whole American film career, at least, has been popping off of projects that, solely well not solely focus on race but race is one of the main themes they are pretty much race films with the exception of widows and wild black panther it's a comic book film the fact that these this is a black superhero film was was is where that was where where race comes in and that so it's like once again girl i don't understand how you're so bored of race but the only reason you have a popping career, a thriving, flourishing career right now is because of race. So I don't know. Maybe she's about to do some rom-coms or something. I don't know. Maybe she's, you know, transitioning, but that's got to happen, girl. I don't need to see you after this Fred Hampton movie, Miss Kool-Aid, Miss Daniel Kool-Aid. I don't need to see you uh, playing no more movies where the theme is race, racism, and all of that since you're so bored talking about race honey i need to see you in one of these cheesy rom-coms with sarah silverman in them i don't know um but all this oh i'm bored of race girl good night anyway um lena waith is out here cheating on her wife um so much so that after they're two month nuptials. Uh, after you know, say they're two, nuptials two months ago. Excuse me. They are now in divorce court, and apparently, before then, their relationship was just saturated with cheatations, mainly on uh, Lena Waithe's part. And apparently, one of her her main side pieces, or one of her main girls, or her girl of the moment, is Miss Cynthia Arivo. Arivo. Which makes sense. I was wondering why she was Lena was all up her ass the way she was. And she was literally all up her ass because she's been all up in her ass, honey. So there you go. Um I mean ugh, that's all I have on that. <laughs> that's very messy, um, and very public. But you know, hey. Um I'm wishing the wife the best, girl. You know, maybe maybe you get out of this relationship and, you know, heal and move on and find somebody that don't want to cheat on you, honey. And maybe, Lena, you'll keep keep it in your pants, girl. I don't know. Stop running around. And Miss Cynthia, girl, you're already a chop. But um, hopefully you're doing this to help elevate your career because that's what I think it is for Miss Arivo, quiet as it's kept, honey. She is letting... um. She is riding her face so she can get more roles and get things and be in the mix. So I'm not mad at it, you know, but I'm just saying I see it. (laughs) I, I wouldn't be surprised if that is it. So, you know.
All right, we are at 15 minutes, bitch. We are doing good. We rolling through these pro uh these topics that I have. I just had all these topics written down. I was like, I don't want to break it up because by the time I break it up, you know, and do like a whole new episode on down the line, it'll be stale ass tea. So I was like, let's go a long ass episode full of topics, honey. Jay Z and I think another some other people are suing uh mississippi the state of mississippi for the state of their prisons um i forget the specific prison but it has been gaining heat all over social media because of the conditions there like no running water rats rodents roaches everything is just running running amok people are dying suspiciously and under like you know unhealthy conditions and honey jay-z is suing and there definitely needs to be prison reform. I'm here for that. So, yes. And I would I need more of you rich niggas to pool your money together and sue the, sue some of these states out here where you know the jails are shitty and it's just some bullshit. So I need y'all to I need y'all to do that for me, honey. Um <laughs> cuz yes, this is this is I like I like seeing this because yeah, when I saw the pictures of what they had to go through and it's like five niggas in a cell and they sleeping on the floor and all it's just like, uh-uh. That's nasty, you know. You know, I mean you know, be humane. I'm all I'm all for humane. Like don't be don't do that. You know, some people may feel, but well, it's prison, and it's like, well, girl, given that we know how how this uh, corrupt ass system operates, a lot of people who are being treated like this in prison don't deserve this treatment. They don't even deserve to be in prison. So, you know, there, um, there is a t- there was a teenager, DeAndre Arnold, in Texas, who basically was threatened with he won't be able to walk with his class um if he maintains his hairstyle he has you know locks long luscious locks wonderfully locked honey whoever is doing his twists are doing it well honey he looks good and um the girls and this school system in texas and apparently it's a few more cases have been popping up since this case where they're basically telling these kids and you know in order to pass or in order to do this you got to cut your hair and it's it's just ridiculous honestly you know these rules one these rules are like way dated two you know that's always been a tactic to try to punk black people and i really hope that this child sticks to his word or sticks to it and does not cut his hair have them mail that Cause that would be me, girl. You can just mail my diploma to the uh to the house, girl. I don't have to be there. I slick didn't want to be at my own high school graduation, girl. I really was just like, can I just, honey, <laughs> y'all just mail it to me? I don't really want to go. Slick and not even slick. I think I I made that a point, and my mom got mad and was like, no, we finna see you graduate, and did, you know, so. You know, but I yeah, honey, have them mail that shit to the house and let that be that if it's that deep. Because the the story with I know with DeAndre's story in particular, you know, this child has been growing his hair since middle school, probably a little bit before, and nobody said anything. Nobody had anything to say. He's been going to classes, taking tests, going on field trips, participating in events, sports, dances proms i'm sure or about to do the prom I, I'm, I'm assuming he did his junior prom i'm assuming he attended his junior prom and had the, his hair that way so you know why now and you know that's just little like these little racist school system and stuff they love pulling these things to see how you know how far they can take it and personally i just wouldn't i wouldn't and cut my child's hair and not only would i just like i said had have that thing mailed to me and then i would sue them i don't know that's just how i would feel about that and then you got everybody because i saw the news story and everything and you got this you know they're going to these towns like one with this white ass barber he's like well i get kids to hear all the time and i'm like girl no you don't <laughs> you know you probably you might get one or two who cave whose parents be like no bitch cut this shit 
and let that be that. But um, no, girl, I I was just like y'all love. <laughs> Y'all cannot take when we love ourselves and have our love our hair and you know, honey, y'all just can't. Y'all can't take that, honey. They just these folks can't. They get sick. That makes them sick to see us loving our hair, loving our bodies, loving our skin, being all fabulous in it. Cause they know it's oh child. Cause they know they're losing that battle, honey. Of your mind and your soul. They no longer have that control over us like they used to, honey. And I really like my prayers are for him and the other because it was another dude who also in Texas in a in a neighboring or surrounding school system where it's the same situation. Now, all of a sudden, he ain't finna graduate and he ain't finna do this. And it's just like, girl, you know, after after he has pretty much completed his shit. Yeah, that's that's what y'all I think what y'all should do, honey. Just, well, you know, sue them. They went to the news, which is good. The next step is a lawsuit, <laughs> a petition of some kind, something. Get some awareness, honey, for some hair discrimination laws, you know, to be, you know, drafted up like, honey, uh-uh, or, or abolished or, you know, eradicated, you know, with these hair. But definitely some laws that protects against hair discrimination. Um, Child. I, I don't even know because like when I read this story, this story just kind of like it it annoyed me to to high end to be quite honest. Um, and you know it's not surprising though. That's that's the sad part is it's not surprising. It's not shocking. It's just like yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, okay, yeah. That's happened because. I've even had, I remember I was doing like some part-time work for this florist company in uh, Manchester, Georgia, which is now defunct uh, details of the gardens. They were like a florist slash wedding planning um, company. Um, and one of their complaints, cause I had locks, then I cut my locks into like this, you know, Mohawk faded, which was skin fade on the side of the Mohawk in the middle, you know, back in like what, 2009, you know, I was, I don't want to say I was one of the first girls, but, you know, I definitely got that hairstyle out the way before it became too much, you know. So um, before it became saturated, before everybody started putting, you know, they spin on it, trying to do the haircut and looking dumb while doing it. Um, and I remember, I, you know, it was just volunteering. I always like. Cause my friend worked there. My friend at the time worked there, but you know, if they needed extra hands, he would recruit me. And so apparently there was all these talks about how unprofessional my hair looks. And I've always had unprofessional hair. And it was just like, girl, cause you know, they were like, you know, I was relieved when he cut the locks, but now he's got this mohawk and I can't take it. And, you know, it was just very that, you know, and they made it a point to tell my my friends and roommate at the time. And, you know, you know, it was just a whole thing. And then my roommate just couldn't understand because he was trying to be like, well, why don't you just cut it? Like, because because I was just like, well, OK, well, girl, I guess I don't have to work there anymore. It's fine. Why don't you just cut it? Why would you do that? I'm like, girl, because why should I cut it? Why should I cut it when his you know, when he hires the little local Manchester white children, you know, they can wear their hair any kind of way. And nobody really fucking cares. We're setting up table sets, girl. Like, I don't need to <laughs> have a ball fade to do that, girl. Or, you know, I can have I can literally have locks. I can have whatever I want, you know, to set up tabletops and and things because that's what we were doing. At Miss Calloway Gardens and, and all these other places, we were setting up, you know, events and tabletops and candles. And girl, I don't need, you know, like girl, that's not the requirement. The requirement is that I I need to be able to lift twenty five, ten to twenty pounds, <laughs> you know, and stay busy and and keep busy during the shifts and all of that. Like those were my jobs, you know, to, you know, just constantly keeping things fixing things and you know if 
and, and taking down everything when it was all said and done. Those are my job, girl. My job is not, I don't know. But point is, you know, child, we've, a lot of us have dealt with that, honey, when it came to hair and <laughs> when it came to hair and all of that. So it's really, it's no surprise, honey. And on that note, I think I've exhausted my, um, I've exhausted everything, honey. I don't have anything else to talk about. Um, I've ranted enough. Um, so once again, if you want to follow me, I am at Nova Thoughts on Instagram. That's N-O-V-A-T-H-A-W-T-S. If you want to follow my artist page, you can follow me at Nova underscore luxurious. Um, N-O-V-A underscore L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. If you want to follow my band page at African Space Program Collective, if you are in the Atlanta area, February 2nd, Smith's Soul Bar, you can catch us there. Um, Cakes and Kush, my solo project, um, will be on platforms January 31st, which is probably the day I'm probably going to release this. So, today. <laughs> if you, Yeah, today. I'll just go ahead and say today and set the date for when this is released. Yeah. So, yeah. Y'all be easy. Have a good one and all of that. And I will catch y'all on the flip, honey.